don't try to go viral on LinkedIn. Here's why. Hello and welcome to my channel. I always try to put important links in the pinned comments and love to hear from listeners what I should talk about next. So make sure you subscribe, like, and participate however you think is best. Thanks so much and now let's jump in. Hey everyone and welcome back to the channel. Today, I'm going to break down some major updates to LinkedIn's algorithms. Now, if you want to reach more people with your LinkedIn posts, you need to understand these changes, so let's get into them. First, LinkedIn's editor-in-chief, Dan Roth, shared a major shift in the platform's outlook. They don't want you to go viral. It's not the aim of the platform. In fact, he says if you want to do that, you should go to another platform. Content that goes viral usually prompts an internal investigation. And if you're wondering, well, what type of content should I be doing? What type of content does LinkedIn value? The answer is knowledge and advice. And whether LinkedIn is your main platform or one that you just hop on here and there, you shouldn't be approaching it the same way you'd approach TikTok or Instagram where people are trying to go viral. People want to get a ton of comments. People want a ton of engagement. It's not going to work exactly the same on LinkedIn. But why the change, you might ask? Well, LinkedIn has seen a mass 42% increase in content shared and a 27% increase in content viewed from 2021 to 2023. And during the pandemic, the content seemed to start to become more personal. You know, people were posting more family pictures, selfies of themselves. And I remember noticing this too. I think I even said at some point, it's starting to look a lot more like Facebook. And, you know, this naturally led to people coming along and trying to game the system. And you did start to see this wave of people complaining that they want posts that help them improve their career development, their personal goals, and work towards different aspirations, things that are quite different from the reason someone might be on Facebook or other platforms scrolling and scrolling. And LinkedIn responded to that. That's where these changes are coming from. So let's dive into the specifics. So there's two main changes that you should be aware of. So first, if you post on LinkedIn, your followers are now more likely to see your content. This is in response to user feedback where people expressed that they wanted to see content from people that they know and care about. They estimate this increase in users viewing posts from their connections to be 10%. The second change is the prioritization of posts that share knowledge and advice. Now, LinkedIn has a system for evaluating whether a post contains insightful information, and they also have a system for showing it to people that are likely to find it useful, which is going to be based on topical knowledge, topical affinity. And to be clear, this prioritization isn't just for your followers. This also applies to how your content can reach those outside of your current network. And according to LinkedIn, there's been a 40% increase in users viewing informative content from outside of their network. And every algorithm is going to have several metrics. But some of the key metrics that LinkedIn uses to identify what qualifies as knowledge and advice are the following. One, your post should cater to a specific audience. LinkedIn's going to go in and analyze the post to decide who would find it relevant, whether that's going to be your connections or that 40% that could be outside of your network that the post is going to now be shown to that didn't used to be shown. Secondly, the author should be writing about their core subject area. LinkedIn is going to check if you're an authority on the topic you've posted about. Now, I don't know if you've realized about a year ago already, it's been for a while, there's a feature where you can choose to display five topics that you talk about. And it'll say on your profile, you know, Kat Wagner talks about social media marketing, say it like whatever it is for you. You know, so obviously LinkedIn has those qualifiers built into their system. Now they're explicitly telling us that these sort of categorizations, whether self-applied or determined by LinkedIn's platform, they both help determine how discoverable and who our content is going to be discoverable to. And lastly, and this is my favorite part because it's something that has kind of been grating my gears for a little bit. I'm not a fan of the method of 
go and comment on people's posts for the sake of engaging with them to be seen and grow your network. And it's it's very common on Instagram. It's very common on Twitter. It started to become very, very common on LinkedIn. As soon as a post started to get 100 or so likes, all of a sudden a wave of people would show up and being like, great post. Thanks for sharing. This is so true. And it's not to say that someone reacting with a genuine, thank you, this is a great post, isn't a genuine comment. But there was a whole philosophy erupting in the social media growth world that was educating people to just go out and comment for the sake of commenting. It's really it's really disrupted my experience on platforms like Instagram, to be honest. And LinkedIn is taking note of this and they're looking for meaningful comments. So they want to see signals that a post is getting comments that are more substantive responses to the content of the actual post. So if someone leaves a comment saying, you know, I really like this, here's my thoughts on it, and then they spell out a sentence of their thoughts in regards to the content of the post, that's going to be a much more powerful signal than, wow, you made some really great points here, thanks so much for sharing. And again, in a way, that means we should be more mindful of the words we choose if we want to support someone on LinkedIn. We should be more mindful of the words we choose to do so. We shouldn't be posting comments just for ourselves to be seen anyway. We shouldn't be doing that. But now we also need to understand that a simple thank you, even if we're genuinely wanting to say thank you, it's a good time to share our thoughts. And then as a creator, if you feel like your posts are getting bombarded with people that are commenting for the sake of commenting, I'm sure you're also getting plenty of genuine engagement too. I don't think you should be this worried about it. I think this really will impact people that have networked amongst themselves to just repeatedly comment back and forth on each other's posts without adding any new insight or perspective or thoughts of their own in the comments or replies to comments on their post. So this is something to be mindful of, but not really something to be worried about if you weren't just engaging for the sake of being seen. And then the last point I'd like to cover is how LinkedIn's algorithm classifies posts. It uses artificial intelligence to categorize posts and favors those offering perspectives and insights over generic information. So when you share a post, don't just repost it. You've you've got to add your own caption. You want to add your own perspective. And this probably relates to the substantive commenting where you don't want to say, wow, great idea, or this is cool. So if you share someone's post, add your own perspective and invite people to share theirs. That way you're setting the stage, you're rolling out the carpet for people to leave you more engaging and insightful comments than just, cool, thanks, wow. (laughs) So in conclusion, LinkedIn's algorithm changes are about boosting the value of interactions on the platform. So rather than seeking to go viral, LinkedIn wants you to focus on reaching the right people with insightful expert advice that applies to what you know and what you're an expert in. This change is great news. I've it's it's been the podcast on this and I'll link the podcast in the in the description wherever you're watching this. But the podcast on this came out, I don't know, at least three weeks ago. And I've seen a few people mention it. I've seen a few people start to embrace it. I am excited to see the LinkedIn timeline go back to what I remember the LinkedIn timeline being. So I personally think this is great news for the user experience, whether you're aware of these changes or you're just someone that wants to go to LinkedIn and learn things that will help you grow in your career. As always, let me know what you think of these changes in the comments section. I'd also love to know if you've noticed a flood of people commenting on viral posts for the sake of commenting on a viral post. It's something that's as a in the marketing space. I can't believe so many marketers are doing and it's working for growth, but I'm not really sure it's working to translate on the back end to a true tangible goal of growing their business. If you've noticed that, let me know. What are your thoughts on it? What do you think of these LinkedIn changes? 
And that's all I have for this update. Thank you so much for watching and I'll see you in the next video.